Welcome to the Lubar Executive Education Podcast. In this episode, I'll be talking about the difference between innovation and invention. When I facilitate an executive program on innovation, I usually ask the group early on to raise their hands if they think they're innovative or creative. After the obligatory few seconds of silence and some looking around the room to see if anyone will raise their hands, I usually see a few hands go up. Anyone directly involved in the development of new products or services raises their hand, along with a few individuals who have a passion for music or art or something similar which they practice in their leisure time. I then ask, if we were in a classroom filled with kindergartners or first graders, and I asked the same question, how many hands do you think would go up? The answer I always receive is probably all of them. Research shows this is correct. When I contemplate why this plays out the same way over and over again, year after year, regardless of industry, one thing comes to mind. As we get older, we gravitate to specific disciplines that interest us and turn our focus to gaining deep knowledge and expertise. This is great, and I believe everyone should follow their passion and find someone to pay them to work in an organization that allows them to demonstrate that passion. The challenge lies in to obtain that deep expertise, we have to set aside some things. We no longer have a variety of activities each day like we did when we had music, arts and crafts, creative writing, gym time, and nap time, etc., five days a week. As we get older, too, we realize that sharing ideas are sometimes risky. We could get laughed at, anger others, or worst of all, dismissed completely. This causes us to take less risks, stay in our comfort zones, and not exercise our creative and innovative muscles very often. Innovation becomes the responsibility of a new product development team, which leads many people to thinking that inventing is the only type of innovation, and as a result, using the words innovation and invention interchangeably. Inventions are absolutely innovation, no argument there, and that's just the beginning. There are infinite more ways to innovate than by inventing something. If you complete a Google search on types of innovation, you'll find a mere 828 million results, including models claiming there are anywhere from 2 to 12 different types of innovation. This episode won't take on the debate of which model is best or most useful. However, they do have something in common. They all show that innovation is not purely invention. In thinking about the models I've come across and worked with, the larger models depicting somewhere between 8 to 12 types of innovation do a nice job parsing out all the ways people can be innovative. Smaller models have less buckets for grouping innovative activities while covering all the same types of innovation as the larger models. Just about every model has some type of continuum or spectrum that begins with something like small incremental innovation, progressing all the way to major radical innovation. Regardless of how you parse out the different types of innovation, the common thread between all these models is that innovation is dependent on harnessing the ideas of everybody in the organization. Rarely does one person have the complete, perfect idea from the start, so it can take several perspectives and iterations to improve an initial idea to the point where it creates sustainable benefits for the organization, its employees, customers, and stakeholders. Look at the work being done around you all day, every day, and look at your organization's key performance indicators. When someone is able to save money, time, or improve quality in a way that's repeatable, it's innovation. If you work in HR and find a way to speed up the hiring process consistently for all open positions, that's an innovation. If you work in finance and have a better idea for the organization's balanced scorecard 
or a more efficient way to close the books at the end of each period. That's innovation. If you work in supply chain and find a way to get your organization's finished products to customers quicker, that's an innovation. If you work in operations and design a way that shortens changeover times of your organization's manufacturing machines, that's an innovation. If you work in sales and start using a distributor model when your organization has traditionally been a wholesaler, that's innovation. In my experience, the most overlooked method of innovation is process innovation. So if you're stuck thinking, how can I be innovative, start there. Don't look for huge sweeping changes. Look to improve 1,000 things 1% instead of one thing 1,000%. Everyone has the potential to be innovative, and I'd argue the responsibility of being innovative. This is where the importance of leadership comes into play. Leaders have a crucial responsibility in fostering an environment where thoughts and ideas can be shared, and then helping nurture those ideas and communicating them across the organization. People in your organization know the inherent strengths and weaknesses of your organization, which is why I agree with the notion that people are the greatest source of sustainable competitive advantage. Ideas for everything from process improvements to radical industry disrupting ideas are around you all day long. It's up to you to tap into that brain power to propel your organization forward. As a leader, you have to listen carefully when someone is sharing a new idea. Resist judging the idea and shooting it down, which is probably the most difficult part. Whether there are busy schedules and hectic days, it's easy to dismiss an idea, but be careful because when you do that too often, your team will stop sharing ideas and that can be disastrous for the long term. Your role is to give new ideas a chance, help improve them, share them with others, before deciding if it's an idea worth pursuing. There's an endless supply of ideas out there to make things better, and there's no better time than the present. So I'll end here to let you get started innovating immediately. If you're interested in going deeper into creating and leading an innovative culture, reach out to me at LinkedIn or visit the UW-Milwaukee Executive Education website for more information on open enrollment offerings and custom programs. Good luck as you move forward on your leadership journey. Thank you for listening and check back regularly for additional episodes.